Welcome everybody to another episode of Intelligent Training Holistic Health. We are your hosts James and Francesca and in today's episode we are going to give you the newbie guide to resistance training. Oh yes indeed, oh indeed Francesca. <laughs> As it is the beginning of the year this is the time lots of people step into the gym possibly for the first time or many times it's after a very very long break. Yeah so we are going to break down how to get back into resistance training if you haven't been resistance training or if you have been resistance training maybe you might get a few tips from here just because we're going to break down the everything you need to know as a beginner starting resistance training yeah so we're basically going through with you how to create your own program in the gym what's yeah. the best things to focus on so i think even if you're not a newbie to resistance training per se you will hopefully still get some great tips off this because I do feel that a lot of people go in and kind of chase their tail because they're not really sure how to set up the program if they haven't got professional help. Yeah, this is very true. So before we get into it, let's just outline some of the benefits of resistance training. We have already done this in a previous episode called Why Everybody Should Resistance Train. So if you're not sure of the benefits, then I would recommend listening to that episode. It's a very good episode. But some of the resistance training benefits are, of course, increasingly muscle mass. So as we do age, we do start to decrease muscle mass. The same goes for bone density. So by resistance training, you will increase your bone density. And this does start de decreasing as we age. So keeping those two around are very important. And obviously having muscle mass is one of the good benefits from resistance training because it will keep you stronger, it will keep you healthier, but then it's also going to give you that muscular look mm. or that toned look that most people are going for. Yeah, yeah, and that is, is a high um, a high probability that most people stepping into the gym are looking for some sort of aesthetic goal. And even if you're not looking for an aesthetic goal, obviously resistance training is the best anyway yeah. for, for all health reasons but if you are looking for a particular aesthetic goal and usually it is tone or you know as people say muscle building look good naked basically look good naked who doesn't uh, want to look good naked no i don't know nobody everybody <laughs> wants to look good naked so resistance training is the way forward yeah so we're going to break down how to get there so first of all once you are creating a program if you are going to create a program for yourself First of all, I would say try and get in the seven fundamental movement patterns. Yeah, and I think we should just list those seven fundamental movement patterns for people that don't know. Yeah, so the seven fundamental list the movement patterns, I will give you an example of each. So first one is squat, mm -hmm. second one is hinge, third is lunge, the fourth is push, so this will be upper body pushing, the fifth is upper body pulling, then we have rotating, and then we have our gait or walking. Mm -hmm. And I think what you see it online on a lot of uh, programs online. So when people are working out from home and they perhaps they're only doing body weight only, you see a lot of, well, a few movement patterns being neglected. And I would say the same in the gym. So out of those seven fundamental movement patterns, I personally think that the upper body pull hinge actually yeah and rotational movements yeah are neglected in the gym and i think a lot of the reason is one that we were discussing earlier how a hinge is quite a difficult movement for movement yeah. pattern for people to get right yeah and pulling 
is on the back. So it tends to be the thing that you don't see first thing in the mirror. So I think people forget about it a lot. And rotate again, rotational stuff, it's, I think it's difficult for people to program that in effectively and understand how to actually Yeah, that's very true. Yeah. Most people will go for the mirror muscles, so everything on the front side, everything you can see. Uh -huh. Chest and biceps specifically, if you're a man. This is what everybody goes for. And it's, so for, yeah, for example, the muscles that you can't see, for example, on the backside that are the primary movers in rowing, mm. the pulling movements and hinging. So these are the primary movers. Because you can't see them, they are harder for you to feel. So it's, it's a lot of people will be able to feel their chest fairly easily when they are working out. Yeah. You can see your chest and you can feel it and imagine it contracting. But because you can't see your back, it's a lot harder for people to contract their back muscles. Mm. So this is another reason that it gets neglected. And it's that, it's that emotive behavior towards exercises again, isn't it? So if you, because weight training is a skill yep. and it takes a while to learn those skills efficiently, if you are not very good at a certain exercise right off the bat, especially being a beginner, you tend to get quite frustrated a lot of the time. Well, this is what I've found anyways, that it tends to get quite frustrated and so therefore we will do it. Those movements get put to the side. So then you don't practice them, you don't become better at them and you stick to the ones that you enjoy because you're possibly better at them. And most of the time they're the ones that we train too much of anyway, because if we're doing lots of things on the front of our body, which is fantastic, but if you are neglecting your back muscles, most of us sit at a desk all day, we've all got our phones and our laptops in front of us. Yeah. All we're doing is emphasising the fact that we're moving things yeah. forward all the time. Yeah. And we're not really thinking about, and, and then everybody wants to improve their posture and, and yeah. sit better and stand better. And yeah, very true. These are the muscles that we want to use in order to be able to do that. So we want to really make sure we're setting you up for a well-rounded program as a beginner. Yeah. And if we just go through the seven fundamental patterns, actually just give you an exercise or a couple of exercises for each, just so that you know, and then you can incorporate these into your program. Yeah. So for example, the squat, obviously this is, as it sounds, this could be a goblet squat, this could be a barbell squat. And if you are squatting to start, I would recommend, actually I'd recommend watching our YouTube video we've just done on how to set up a squat. Yeah. Um, because, because people have different anatomy, um, and this this can affect your biomechanics, so how you squat. So for example, in this video I'm talking about that we did on the Intelligent from Training Holistic Health YouTube channel, Francesca has a very different squat to me. Oh, you full named me there. Francesca, <laughs> sorry. Franny, ha Franny, Franny, <laughs> Franny has a very different uh, squat to, I, to, to myself. Yeah. Just because of the length of our femurs, so the thigh bone, Franny has a very long femur mm -hmm. and I have a relatively short femur by because Franny has a longer femur, this causes her to sit back more and her squat actually looks more like a hinge. So it starts to look and it will utilize more of the deadlifting muscles or the hinge muscles compared to the squatting muscles like myself. So for Franny, she's more, she will benefit more from having a heel wedge or loading a weight anteriorly. So in the front, so this will cause her to have a more of an upright torso, which will therefore allow her to use the correct musculature. Mm. So and then you have to think about your uh, biomechanics. And this is one reason why you shouldn't, there isn't a one size fits all program, but there never will be for this exact reason, because people have completely different makeups. Yeah. Okay. So that's quite long winded on the squat. Apologies. 
But so for so for example, let's just say for a squat pattern, it could be a barbell squat, it could be a goblet squat. Yeah. And then we go on to the hinge. So the hinge is could be a kettlebell swing, it could be a deadlift, it could be a Romanian deadlift. So anywhere where the hinge pattern is where your pelvis translates horizontally compared to vertically how it does in the squat. Mm -hmm. And again, we have a YouTube, uh, we're going to have, so we're going to have YouTube videos for all of these uh, exercises. Yeah. So if you're unsure actually what they are when we're just saying you're on the podcast, yeah. do head to Intelligent Training Holistic Health YouTube channel and there we will be uploading regularly as we already have been with um, all sorts of information on different exercises. Yeah, but our plan with that YouTube channel is to take somebody from an absolute beginner yeah. and we're going to progress you as far as we can progress you. Yeah, so hopefully you will get to learn the, the correct stuff from the start yeah. rather than getting lost along the way. That's it, so this is how we would have loved, if we have had this, if we had this channel when we were starting out, Yeah we'd be a lot further on now. Yeah. So we're trying to give all the information that we have to a complete beginner, so you don't have to make the mistakes that we've made. Yeah. Okay, and then we're gonna to go to the lunge. So the lunge could be, for example, a reverse lunge or static lunge, like a split squat, yeah. a Bulgarian split squat. So just one where you're one foot in front of the other. Uh, and then we go to the push. So upper body push. This could be, so there's two variations here. There is a horizontal push, for example, as in a bench press or a push-up, where you're pushing yourself horizontally or you're pushing the weight horizontally. And then we have a vertical push, where for example, if it was body weight, it would be a handstand push-up or it would be a shoulder press. I know it's quite advanced, but <laughs> that's dangerous. Yeah, there's CrossFit, people love it. So, yeah. you know. so, okay, so then you have the vertical and horizontal, and then we go on to the pull, the upper body pull, and this is the same. So you want to have both pulls so again, a horizontal pull, like a seated row, or a vertical pull, for example, a lat pull down, or a pull up. Yeah. Okay, and then we go on to the rotate. Uh, this would be, a, for example, a cable chop. So just standing with a cable stack and rotating, or it could be, for example, sitting on the floor, like a Russian twist. Yeah. And then gait, or just, for example, walking. But loaded carries are very underrated exercise, but if you go down to basics, the most basic thing we do as humans, one is probably breathe, and then two is locomotion, so walking. So if you can add in gait into your workouts, for example, a loaded carry, so when you do the farmer's walk, you just hold a dumbbell in each hand, or just one hand, so it's an offset loaded carry, and you just walk, this is very beneficial for us because walking is one of the is the most fundamental movement we do apart from breathing yes and all of these fundamental movements help train your core yeah so yeah. so again as a beginner i think there's a tendency to want to work on your core of course that's great but then we people tend to do you know quite traditional crunches and all those types of exercises without thinking about all the movement patterns yeah. and how to correctly use your core whilst doing all of those different movement patterns which contribute to your everyday life movement. Yeah, yeah, very good. That's a good one. That's a very good one. And a very important one is what we're going to say at the end is core bracing. So if you can learn how to brace your core, you will be uh, you will allow your body to transfer force mm. appropriately. So your core is your foundation. 
And if you have a strong foundation, this will allow you to generate force in a greater capacity. So learning how to brace your core is very important. And this is, this is the first video we did on the YouTube channel, because I would say it is the most important. Which again, I think we could probably link it below. But yeah, we'll link it below. We'll let's link this one below because it is very important. Head to my channel. <laughs> but so, so when you are creating a program, if you just just think about the seven fundamental movement patterns, if you can get those in within the week, then you will set yourself up for success. Yeah. So don't a lot of people major in the minors, and when I say major in the minors, they major in the very minutia of exercise. So for example, the bicep curls or the lateral raises or the, the things that I'm going to give you the most bang for your buck. Everyone goes for isolation movements, don't they? Yeah. And that goes actually on to our, one of our next points is start with the compounds. Yeah. So the fundamental movement patterns are all compound movements. So a compound movement is when you are using multiple joints at once. Yeah. So for example, a compound movement for the shoulders would be a shoulder press. So pressing a weight over your head because you are using your elbow and your shoulder joint at the same time compared to an isolation movement for the shoulder, which would be a lateral raise, where you simply just raise your arms out to the side with a movement. You are only using one joint. You're just using the shoulder joint. So this is why it's an isolation movement. So you will get more out of compound movements because you are using multiple joints and multiple muscles at the same time. And look, if you're thinking about fat loss as well, yeah, that's why compound movements are so great also. You're getting more bang for your buck, you're using more energy. Yeah, very good. And it's also really time efficient. And just as Jane said, you know, everyone majors in the minors. And we did when we when we first started training. Oh, yeah, yeah. Bicep kills baby. Oh yeah. yeah. Everything like everything was like isolation our sound yeah. machines doing so many isolation yeah. movements. And you don't become any better in the movements. So then when you go to do the more difficult movements when you progress your training like oh crap and you go you end up going backwards a little yeah. bit don't you and having to start again so if you can get the compound movements first and, and really develop your skills on on those and yeah. improve your movement then either at the end of a workout or when you are a little bit more proficient and you need to increase your your rep ranges and and What's the word I'm looking for? Increase your load. Volume. Volume, that's the one. Yeah. Oh, not it's even, been a long day. It hasn't, it's not, it's not even over. <laughs> um, if you can increase your load, then then you can add those in, right? That's when yeah. you add those, those smaller things in because yeah. then you can make more of a difference. But if yeah. you're focusing on those in the beginning and you're forgetting about the compound movements, you're missing the proper fundamental movements in your program anyway. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, and you will get a lot, you'll get a, bigger bang for your buck out of the compounds. Yeah. So when you are starting, definitely start with the seven, the fundamental movement patterns, and then try and start with more compound exercises, Yeah. because these this will compound your results as well. Boom, look at that, nice. And, and also, for people who don't know, so when you are trying to plan your program, you can, again, time efficient, you can put it into, say, A1 squats, yeah. A to push up. Yeah. So therefore you're doing opposing muscles back to back and then you're going to take a rest yeah. before going on. Rather than going, okay, I'm going to squat for however many sets and just stop there, then I'm going to do this, then I'm going to do this. Because then when you're trying to do a full body session, 
Yeah. It can become quite long if you're just doing one exercise at a yeah. time, right? Yeah. So this is yeah. So this is where things like supersets or giant sets are very very useful because you are. And especially if you are doing, like Franny said, opposing muscle groups. Yeah. So, for example, if if you are, for example, let's take it easy, you were doing isolation movements and you were working your arms, this is very easy to do if you did biceps for, for example, A1. So when we say A1, this is just an exercise attached to another exercise. So if it was A1, A2, those exercises are done back to back. So you do A1 and then you go straight on to A2 and then you rest. Yeah. Okay, so if you did A1 was biceps, you did bicep curls, and then you go on to A2, which you did tricep extensions, because this is an antagonist muscle, this is the opposing muscle, the biceps will be fatigued, but the triceps will relax during the bicep curls, so now you can tax the triceps without, without taxing the biceps. Yeah. Okay, so you're doing opposing muscle groups. So this is just a good way to just to get more exercises done in a short period of time, instead of having to do do your bicep curls, weight, do your triceps, weight, do squats, weight. If you just stack them together, it's a bit easier. Because chances are you got a lot of other stuff you're doing in the day. Yeah. So you don't You, you want to be as efficient as possible. Absolutely. And that and that goes with the rest as well between sets. Is say you're having your program done for you and you see the rest between sets, that rest is there for a reason. So it's not something that you then want to take loads of rest. I personally find that people actually don't take the rest, yeah. especially if they're doing opposing muscles. They think, yeah, and then they just go straight back in, and they don't really understand the value of resting. Yeah. Between sets. Yeah, resting is very is very important. But then again, if you are if you have the energy to go straight back into another exercise, you haven't worked hard enough in that exercise beforehand. Hence, why the rest is really valuable. Yeah. So the really rest. Important. Yeah, the rest is there for a reason. But saying that, as a beginner. You, it's going to be tougher to push yourself in a specific movement pattern. So again, you do have to build up and build up and build up. But you do want to try and push yourself to the point where you are quite fatigued mm -hmm. before you go on to the next exercise. So try and earn the rest. Just think about earning the rest. Yeah. So when when we're looking at the program, you're coming in. You're a beginner, like we said before. We you know look at the seven fundamental movement patterns. Yeah. Try and incorporate those into your training. Yeah. And focus on big compound movements yeah really make sure that you use the rest well so that you can keep progressing but also another thing to think about when you are a beginner and you're trying to create your program is don't have too many sets to begin with in your program. oh yeah definitely yeah you want to you want the minimal effective dose mm -hmm. so you want to try you because you are new to this you will your body will adapt from very little so you really don't need very much. So if you throw in, if you're doing four sets on things straight out of the gate, that's going to be a lot to your body and it's, it's, it's really unnecessary. So I would always recommend starting with two sets and then build up from there. It's like being in a calorie deficit. You don't want to jump to a huge calorie deficit. Yeah. You're trying to ease your way in. Ease your way in. So yeah. then you've got lots to play with, lots to improve on. Yeah. Um, and it's the same with training. So keep the sets lower and also especially if you're a beginner or you're going back to basics because you haven't you feel like you need to get better at the fundamental movements take your reps a little bit higher to begin with yep. so that you can get proficient in the movements because like we said before it's a skill yeah so in order to get better at that skill you need to be practicing it for a large amount of time yep. 
doing it correctly. So keep the reps a little bit higher for this and the weight a little bit lower yeah. so that you can get proficient at the movement. Yeah, repetition is the mother of all learning. If it's done correctly. If it's done correctly, <laughs> yeah. So just, yeah, so like Franny said, doing rep repetition is very important, especially at the beginning. Yeah. Don't worry about going super heavy at the start. Worry about perfecting the form. And by if you're gonna perfect the form, then you want to do multiple reps. And when you are starting, Picking how many days a week you are going to train, again, can be very important. But you, I would suggest doing at least two, two sessions per week. Mm. There are, you, can, you can make good gains on two sessions per week and then start increasing. But if you are going to start on two sessions per week, I would recommend doing full body sessions per day. So each day do a full body session. So for example, do a full body session on Monday, do a full body session on Thursday. Mm-hmm. And then you can progress from there. So do two sets. So if you're doing the seven fundamental movement patterns, do two sets on each, do it all on Monday, do the same again on Thursday. Yeah. And then once you stop progressing, then you can maybe add in another day or add in a few more sets, whatever it's going to be. Yeah. yeah. So that'd be a good way to start. And all of this doesn't have to be done in a gym, right? It can be done if you've got weights, and probably from lockdown, people have accumulated a fair amount of weights oh, yeah. um, and pieces of equipment anyway. So there is a lot at the beginning that can be done at home. Oh, with a lot of uh, my clients online that I've trained that are complete beginners, I've started from just body weight. Yeah. There is a lot you can do body weight because majority, all the fundamental movement patterns, apart from pull, can be accomplished complete body weight. And even pull can be accomplished um, body weight if you can find something just to hold on to, just to pull yourself up. Yeah. And that just depends on your home. <laughs> yeah, and that depends on your home. Can you find something? Or just you can go into a park and yeah. bang up something in the park. But this all, all of this can be done at home. So if you feel you are a little bit intimidated by going to the gym, then this can all be done from home until you get the confidence and then you can go to the gym. Yeah. Or just order more weights. Or just order some weights, yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's and there's a lot you can do with just one or two weights at home as well. Especially mm-hmm. once you have the a couple of weights, you can do all the ball movements, you can do pretty much everything. Yeah. So you can progress a lot just with body weight. Yeah. So you don't have to, so resistance training, body weight is still resistance training because you're resisting your own body weight. Yeah. So don't think just because it says resistance training that you have to be using machines or big heavy weights, you can do this from home, no problem at all. Yeah. And I think most most people can see that from, from lockdown as well. I think that was a really good indicator yeah. of showing people how effective they can be working out from home. Yeah, oh, yeah. So yeah, so much can, so much, so much can be done. Yeah, but this, yeah. but this way, hopefully, listening to this podcast today, and, and hopefully getting a bit of an understanding of how you can now approach your own training program and build um, a well balanced program, especially as a beginner, you can see how it can be done at home correctly. Yeah, for sure. With the right approach. Yeah, that's it. So just uh, just to re go over it, we're going to start with. The seven fundamental movement patterns, so that's squat, hinge, lunge, upper body push, remember horizontal and vertical, upper body pull, again horizontal and vertical, rotate and gait, so just walking. So just try and implement those into your program, this is going to really help. Start with compound exercises, so multiple joint, multiple muscles, so for example pressing, pulling, pretty much all the fundamentals will go through that as well. Start with higher reps and lower sets. So remember, resistance training is a skill. Learning the fundamental movement patterns is a skill. So the more 
the more repetitions you can do, the more likely your nervous system is going to remember those movement patterns. Mm -hmm. So remember, at the beginning, it is very neurological. It is your body ingraining those new patterns into your body. And this is one thing you want to do the exercises with intent. Do not go into the gym, be on your phone, just looking around, not thinking about it. Really think about what you're doing, why you are doing it, and your body is going to remember it a lot quicker. Okay? And... That's pretty much that's pretty much it. Oh yeah, and the rest time. With the rest, earn earn your rest between your sets. So make sure you are going hard enough to earn the rest. If you finish your set and you're like, oh, I'll go straight back in, then you didn't go hard enough. Yeah, then you, okay. that's when you probably need to push the weight up or or think about the intent because you could do the same amount of reps and do it without the intention and just be kind of going through the motions, or you can do it with intent really focus on the muscles you're trying to use in order to complete that exercise and i'm telling you it is completely different outcome yeah completely it? different yeah yeah so be present in the moment and go into your sessions with intent and saying that you try and get quite close to failure as well so you want to be within a few reps of failure if you're beginning try and get within like four or five reps of failure mm -hmm. so you want to get fairly close to actually failing okay so this and make sure it is kind of, no, don't worry. So just get, yeah, make sure, just, it's going to take it too technical. So just, yeah, try and get close to failure. So just actually really push yourself and then you're going to see the progression come a lot quicker. Absolutely. The basics are the best types of exercises. You look on social media and see all the crazy movements. The basics are the best. They work time and time again. You yeah. repeat them all the time. And as we go through the podcast and on our YouTube channel, Intelligent Training Holistic House, please like and subscribe. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if you yeah. go on to that, uh, again, like you said, we've uploaded some videos and we'll keep uploading more videos, especially around the seven fundamental movement patterns. We can yeah. show you some examples. Yeah. Uh, and we're gonna, like we said, we're gonna take people through from a beginner through the training. Yeah. But we will also put in a little bit more information of, you know, as you get more advanced of how you can create a little bit more load or or improvement on your training just from different things like tempo oh yeah there's yeah there's there's so many different ways yeah so many different ways to progress it but we will start with the basics and then we you will come on this journey with us and we will take you as far as we go as far as we can take you and now we are working with professional athletes so it goes pretty high. Yeah. And so we can take you, we will take you a long way. And if you just went on to Google and tried to, and you were trying to begin at training and you were trying to find things, it's so overwhelming and you do see different things, you know, again, like the tempo and the weights and the reps and the steps yeah. and, you, and you see so many different ways and styles of training that it's all so overwhelming and all too complicated to start with. It really doesn't need to be like that. No, so, and it's paralysis by analysis. Exactly. And you will be screwed. Yeah, you so will. So do not overthink. Stay with us. Yeah. If it seems basic, good. That's what it wants to be. You yeah. want to be nailing the basics. Nail the basics. Build that foundation. Yeah. And then sky's the limit. It will be. There we go. <laughs> and I'll say that's a wrap. Yeah, so also I did say like and subscribe to our YouTube channel, but if you could please like and subscribe to our podcast and hopefully give us a five-star rating so that we can hopefully get it into a bigger reach and make it grow. Oh, yeah, yeah. If, yeah, if you could do that, that'd be super helpful because at the moment it's just our mums uh, watching. Yeah, which they love it. Which is lovely, but 
it's not helping us at all or helping you at all. <laughs> we, try, we want to try and build that reach. So. Yeah, so we try and build up. But thanks for listening, everybody. And we'll see you next week. Cheers. <laughs>